the ball is tipped And there you are You're running for your life You're a shooting star And all the years No one knows Just how hard you worked But now it shows In one shining moment It's all on the line In one shining moment They're frozen Live from Slippery's Bar It's the historic episode 20 Of the Mac and Mike Show I'm Mike Ron My co-host John McGinnis Producer Brian Ham, Best producer in this bar Brian Ham in the house Special guest Nikki Ron we're talking music, we're talking shows. Today we're talking March Music Madness Round of 32. Wow. Take, doing, a breath, take a breath, take a breath. How you doing? That was good. Thank you. I'm impressed. Yeah, okay. Remembered everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nikki, welcome. You're the uh, uh, late fill-in tiebreaker, Patrick Menning. Uh, Alumni from yeah. the show could Re not return, make it. Return guest, our first return guest. I am first. so excited to return. We, we haven't heard it from you since Meatloaf, since you sang. Yeah. Maybe Paradise by the Dashboard Light. I can't. Is that what you sang? Two out of three. Two out of three. Right. Right. All right. Um, I just have to say kudos to you guys. I have a new appreciation. This was a lot of work researching. I took Thank up you. a lot of my precious time, <laughs> and yeah, I can't believe you do it for to free. To be fair, you had 32 things to research. Normally, it's just one, mm -hmm. uh, right. so you had uh, 32 times our normal workload, so right. well done for stepping well, up. Well, I have new appreciation for you yeah. guys. Yeah, well, thanks. Excellent, and yeah, we'll hopefully get Mr. Manning on for a uh, later on in the tournament, but, uh, but for now, we're happy to have you here, and this is a... Uh, you know, with great power, of course, comes great responsibility because, like we said last time, you can't win the tournament today, but you can lose it. Mm -hmm. So it might come down to you for some of these. There's some tough matchups. And do uh, well, you want to get right to it, John, or you want to keep talking shit for a while? Well, we were, I think we were talking before we, we pressed record on the, on the regrets from last week. Ah, the regrets yes. from last week. And I know you were saying you really wish Appetite for Destruction had made it through <laughs> and, and you regretted picking Blue. Uh, no, uh. incorrect, incorrect. <laughs> My big regret was uh, picking Sgt. Pepper over the Stones Let It Bleed. Okay. Yeah. 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 I do think it, you know, it's a historically significant album and, and more important than Let It Bleed, but... Right. If I'm just going to sit down and listen to an album, I'm, I'm probably well, listening to Let That's Bleed. hard because a lot of the picks are like, well, you know, with the history, with yeah. what, the, what the album did, right. let alone which album do I want to listen to right now, yeah. right? So then what do you do? So on some of the picks, I try to stay consistent, but it's, it's hard to, right? Yeah. It's hard to stay Absolutely. consistent on, on which album you pick of the two. Absolutely. So. Some of them, you know, music's a great thing for bringing you back to a certain time in your life and, and some of them, you know... If, an album takes you back to when you were in high right. school. Right. Well, yeah. If you have a personal association you know, with the album, that heavily influences it. Mike Stussy's it. basement. Did I get the name right? No. <laughs> uh, Andrew Sauce's yeah. Mike Stussy. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Try, yeah, try. Your memory, like well, for an old guy, yeah, is really, really impressive. Yeah. Idiots want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we, yeah. just an amongst idiot, other things, yeah. <laughs> and then Ham had a had a regret on one of the picks. And it yeah, went to you, a, and it went to you. It was a tiebreaker. Yeah, tiebreaker. Yeah, it was a. I was kind of close for you between Emmy Winehouse and Beyonce. As I, I went home and I listened to them again, it's like, ah, damn. Should have gone Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. Should have been yeah. Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. I think both. I think there was a win-win on those. Uh, that pick. Yeah. Both are good. I thought Beyonce was better. Yeah. yeah that's why you picked her. That's it. Okay. Here we go. Are we ready? Round of thirty-two. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, so how do we? So. What, why don't you start? Okay. Oh, actually, can I start this first one? Go for it. Number one, Marvin Gaye, What's Going On, versus number three, Outkast. 13, number 13. Sorry, 13. Yeah. First mistake of many today. Huh? Uh, Outkast, the name of this album is... Aquamini? No. Aquamini. Aquemini. Aquemini. Oh. I actually listened to the album this time, and they started singing, and it was like, they're saying Aquemini. 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 And okay. I was like, oh, that's how you pronounce it. So, to got, all the outcasts. you right last time. Yeah, yeah give you, me that. there were some hard ones. You, you did well. But uh, <laughs> so, to the outcast fans, they're probably like beating their heads against the wall when they're listening to us uh, um, murder that pronunciation. So, uh, Aquemini. Are there any, though? Uh, I don't know. There, is there enough to get them on the uh, the top 64 of uh, Rolling Stone? Twice. 
twice. twice. Yeah, they're on here twice. God. But yeah, Marvin Gaye. We talked about this um, last podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the the political importance of this album. What's it? It's uh, from the perspective of a Vietnam War vet coming home. Yeah. And how and he's treated in the U.S. How he's treated and, and, and confronting the hate and discrimination um, at that point in the country. I mean, it's hard. And then the music's great, right? Um, uh, it's hard. To, it would be hard to vote against Marvin Gaye, what's going on. But Outkast, Equemini, Big Boy and Andre 3000. Uh, I, keep, I listen to this a couple times, and I think it's awesome. Uh, it does have a lot of social commentary, of course. Um, uh, it's it's funky. Uh, they have live musicians playing. Um, uh, they got piano in there. They've got Rosa Parks, uh, Spotty, Adi, Dopalicious. Oh, yeah, right. The act of storytelling, part one and two. There's a piano in there. It's really good. I like it all. Uh, but I'll let you make some comments before we vote. Yeah, I have a little bone to pick with you and Ham because Aquemini is 114 minutes long and it ain't that good. And I sat through most of it and I was annoyed the whole time that, you know, this got through. I think Stan Coney is a better album. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a better album. I didn't, you know, and that's got Miss Jackson and Bombs yeah, Over yeah. Baghdad. And I didn't hear, like, you know, you, you pointed at one last week that I made a, I can't remember, I made a point to uh, to listen to. You said that was really good. And, just like yeah, it's okay. Nothing yeah. really stood out as you know blowing my mind on here. And so we should have gone with the Clash. You think uh, the Clash versus Marvin Gaye would have been like better? The, I like the Clash, yeah. but uh, but I don't yeah. think the Clash would have gotten through round of thirty-two. No, I don't think no. Outcast is getting through the yeah, round of thirty-two. It's not getting through. It's not like. getting my vote. No. Okay. No. Okay. Right. So I mean, how, how do you vote against Marvin Gaye? What's going on, Nikki? What would you have gone with? Would you have done that? Yeah, Marvin Gaye okay. all the way. All right. All the, way. Way. all the way to the championship? No, no, no. no. Like all the way Settle into down. the next Settle down. All right. 16. Okay. Round of 16. Marvin Gaye's in. Congrats. Marvin Gaye, sweet 16. First Ooh. one. Okay, now we've got up next, number six seed, the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band against Amy Winehouse, Back to Black. I had some regrets about Sgt. Pepper getting this far, although, mm-hmm. of course, it's you know a very important album in music history, very influential. A lot of people think it's the Beatles' the best album. I do not. But it's very good, and I did not think a whole lot about this about this Amy Winehouse okay. album. Okay. It was okay. It, it's certainly it's certainly listenable. Uh, I'm I'm not her biggest fan. No, so, so I'm going Beatles. You're going Beatles. Uh, Sergeant Pepper's has a place in my heart because it was one of the few albums my parents had growing up, and I think it was on a um, on one of those tapes, the old school tapes, the reels, and you'd have to like like get it onto the. Uh, a real player really real yeah real real and you have to, so you had to like invest a little bit of time in there and you get wow. it in there and we would listen to it and i always it always struck me as a bit odd you know the music the okay. uh, some of the some of the things that they were doing i mean i respect it um i think the life's a classic yes i mean sergeant peppers with a little help lucy mm-hmm. and sky diamonds getting better when i'm 64 all good um amy winehouse rehab obviously after her passing that has uh, much more significance. Uh, you know, I'm no good. Me and Mr. Jones, Back to Black's good. I like Addicted. Uh, has that 60s uh, soulful, like raspy sound I like. Um, and then the problem, I had a problem throughout this whole process of listening to an album, uh, the actual album. Because sometimes you're listening to the album, sometimes you're listening to the deluxe version, sometimes you're listening to the remastered version, sometimes mm-hmm. there's bonus tracks. So I started listening, we got the Valerie and Monkey Man, I think, and those actually weren't on the original original album, I don't think. I think they're only on the deluxe version. Um, but okay. I'm going Amy Winehouse on this one. I like wow. her voice. Uh, it's funny because I was wow. never a big Amy Winehouse fan. Well, when you she are was, now, clearly. When she was alive and singing, I thought she was a train wreck, and I just didn't want to have any time for that drama in my life, you know? I keep <laughs> okay. all that out of my life. Okay. Um, you prefer the guys that grow the straight and the Jerry Garcia's of the Yeah, world. like really straight and narrow guys, yeah. <laughs> So we got it first time. Nikki, first time break. It's up to you. Woo. All right. Well, um, it's a hard one. Like I like Amy's sound. I like the soulfulness. I love rehab. I did. So Valerie was not on this one. I don't think so. I think it was on the deluxe version. Because I didn't see version. it. Okay. Because okay. I love Valerie. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah, that yeah. song. Um, but here's my problem with going against the Beatles. Like when I dated Mike at the beginning, he played Beatles. 
24 mm seven. -hmm. Like I know every album. Uh, when I'm 64 was one of our wedding songs. No, it wasn't. In My yeah. Life was. Yeah, that was one we had two. And the other one was, was Elton John, your song. Oh shit. We were voting about one to do 64. It made it, it, made it to we, the end? We were never thinking yes, about I think one. First, the, first, the first domestic of the podcast yeah. right here, ladies well, and gentlemen. We, we, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I feel like I have to go the Beatles. Yep, fair enough. Sergeant Pepper's goes it was close. It was close. Really? And I was shocked about it. I didn't think it was going to be close, but it was, I love her sound. Okay. John, over to you. So we're going back to, this is my least favorite matchup of the entire uh, round of 32. Uh, mine, number, as well, mine as well. Number five, Radiohead Kid A against number 10, Dr. Dre and The Chronic. I know The Chronic much, 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 much better than Kid A. Uh, I've listened to Kid A a couple times once uh, for the last round. Once the driving home from RT this past weekend, mm -hmm. all alone in the car, and I thought, okay, I got an hour. I'm going to really put on Radiohead. I'm going to play it on my Toyota uh, stock speakers and really see what it's got. Wasn't too impressed. Uh, National Anthem was all right. I like Optimistic. I think that that's fun, um, but I just don't quite get Radiohead. I'm not sure what people see in them. Um, Dr. Dre, The Chronic, I'm also not a big fan of. I wasn't a big fan of of this album when it first came out. Of course, the beats and the sound is fun, but the, a lot of stuff that they're rapping about doesn't didn't really uh, do much for me. Lyrical Gangbang, of course, the Chronic and G thing are all good. Uh, I don't like on, and this happens a lot on hip hop albums where there's a lot of talking and like, yeah. you know, spoofy stuff. But I do like the twenty dollars sack pyramid uh, when they go into that and they're talking about. It's funny. It's funny that and the guys like the, mm -hmm. the 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 stuff in the box under your bed. Should I come up on loot? You know that I still die laughing every time. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm going with here. Uh, actually, sorry, I do know what I'm going with here. Uh, I got to go with the Dr. Dre and the Chronic because. Uh, I don't want to listen to Kid A again. <laughs> so, all week I was going Kid A, and uh, I put both albums on this, you know, today, this morning. At the uh, same time? Not the same time. Okay. Uh, Kid A first, and uh, just, yeah, it's a little depressing. I don't know. It's, uh, I just didn't like it as much as, uh, I don't know as much as maybe I thought. You I did. talked a big game last time. Well, about I liked OK Radiohead. Computer. I liked OK Computer. I never liked him growing up, but uh, mm. but yeah, I was surprised. Ham was a big fan of Radiohead. Yeah, Ham likes Radiohead. Yeah. I was surprised how much I, I liked it when when I was yeah. listening to it for the round of '64. OK Computer, I like more, and Dr. Dre. I think Snoop Dogg, you know, yeah. raises that album yeah, up definitely. a couple levels, and I, without him, I'm probably not picking it. But I am gonna. Pick oh my Dr. god. Dre. The Chronic. The Chronic. Round of 16. 16. Nikki, would you have agreed? Uh, yeah, I didn't okay. like either. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, I like Dr. Dre's sound better, and I love the title names. Like, they made me giggle. All right. So, and Chippy came in, and I showed him my picks, and he, he said, yeah. Oh, he yeah. likes the Chronic. Yeah, he course. said, you got to do Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah. The In the round of 64, when we were going through, like, every every rap artist is like, I, I picked that one. Yeah, yeah. this this will this will be the last of them. I predict. Yeah, he's not going past this. No. Well, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll have to we'll see, see, man. We'll see. I didn't think we'd get this far. All right. Okay, so here we go. We've got this is the last round of the of the of the region. We've got uh, number three seed Michael Jackson, Thriller. Number fifteen, The Band, their self-titled second album from 1969. And you two are gonna wax nostalgic about how great Thriller is. And I'm not here to totally argue that, but I think it's probably not as good as what you remembered when you were back in back in uh, elementary, middle school there. You're pulling the Jedi mind trick on me right now, aren't you? <laughs> um, the band. You see, you see young kids today, and they're they listen to the Stones, they listen to the Beatles, they listen to Zeppelin. The band is the great forgotten band from that late '60s, '70s time frame. Thankfully, the 18 to 24 bracket is is huge on the Mac and Mike show. Yeah, we're, 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 yeah. and I'm here to Influence set them straight. Them. Yeah, I'm here to set them straight. This is this is a great album. Up on Cripple Creek, when you awake is good. The night they drove old Dixie down is a classic. Rag Mama Rag. Uh, there's just so much great stuff on here. Of course, I always say this. They're four fifths Canadian. The band definitely needs to go through over Thriller. Robbie Robertson's Canadian. Yes. Okay. The coolest one was Levon Helm, the drummer. He's yeah. American. Okay. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Band's going through. All right. So, Michael Jackson Thriller. 
Thriller beat it, Billie Jean. Uh, I do not like Girl Is Mine. There's a lot. I mean, it's definitely dated, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I think that's what you said. Like, when you listen to it again, you don't like it as much as you did when you were 12 or right. 11 listening to it the first time and putting on red parachute pants <laughs> and, and stuff like that. Matching um, leather jacket. But, I mean, the the what it did for music was, was amazing. I mean, that changed so much. I think Thriller was the first... Uh, video I'd seen in my life uh, we talked about I think we've talked about that at some point on these shows um, I'm a big fan of the band my favorite song uh, The Weight is not on this album no if it was it would be a no-brainer uh, Up on Cribbles Creek The Night They Dribble Dixie Down Across the Great Divide but when I listen to this album I listen to it today actually I don't like it as much as I thought I liked it okay um, so I, I I'm, I'm stumped here and this is the one I have not circled. But I, uh, I think I've circled the band, erased it. I started circling Michael Jackson Thriller and erased it. So I'm going to go with the band because it did get a full circle at one point. Um, <laughs> All right. And I can't Nikki it. is snorting with disgust oh over there. Oh, Nikki, go ahead. Okay, this Give is what I line. can say. I liked the band when I listened to it. I love Up Cripple Creek. Um, up on Cripple Creek. I liked the night they drove old Dixie down. Like, I love, like, I. Like, really enjoyed listening to those songs. But, you, I know you're saying it's dated. Every Halloween, Thriller still plays. It's, it, it's going to play forever. It's never going away. I'm hoping to convince you guys because none of the band's going to be playing every year on the year. Uh, Billie Jean beat it, but want to be starting something? When I played it, I got up and danced. <laughs> like, I just think it, it has a beat to it. It's timeless. I think Michael, I know, I he changed music history. This is your chance to tell everyone your, your line. I feel so lucky. Go I ahead. feel very lucky to be born <laughs> in the Michael Jackson era. Oh, Mikey's gone, though. Um, Mikey's gone. I, I feel like you guys are making a mistake. Yeah, I think if you look at the hits to hits... Michael has more. There's no doubt. There's no and doubt. Well, John, you want to change your mind? There's no doubt that Michael Jackson is a more famous and influential musician. Then he should be going world. through. The band would, has two hits. It depends. Like more. right now, if I want to put on Thriller or the band, I'm putting on the band. So I'm sticking with the band, Nikki. You have very mm-hmm. almost Band's persuaded me to switch, but I can't. I don't want to flip flop. Okay, we're on to the next region. We've got uh, the number one seed in the region. Survived the first round. Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life against the four seed, Aretha Franklin. I lo- I've never loved a man the way I love you. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit, probably this episode, about some of these 70s double albums. It's just, they love the double albums in the 70s. Songs in the Key of Life is one. Um, a lot of music on there. A lot of music on there. It's uh, I read a thing where Elton John says he never goes anywhere without bringing this album with him. I could see that. I mean, yeah. Elton John, the piano player, Stevie Wonder's piano player yeah. and, and songwriter, and yeah. I imagine. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, I guess I don't go anywhere without it either because it's all in it's, the cloud. So right, it's on the cloud. I have yeah. it with me all the time too. Yeah, so. I can't. I I don't understand the cloud. But no. Yeah, it's let's there. not get into that. It's now. there. Okay, Aretha's got the better voice. There's no question. Um, I do think there's more depth to the songs that Stevie has on here. And uh, if it goes through, we'll get into more detail next time. But yeah, I'm just going to go songs in the key of life. Yeah, I mean, it's a double album. You've got Sir Duke as Ebony Eyes, I Wish, which is a cool song about wanting to redo your childhood. That seems to be a a theme that comes up in a lot of songs, especially on the Mac and Mike show. (laughs) Uh, Pastime Paradise, which Coolio uh, rewrote into Gangster's Paradise. Uh, so I mean, there. I think that alone pretty much <laughs> seals the deal. Sense. But uh, okay. I'm not a big fan of "Isn't She Lovely." Um, some people say uh, "Intercessions" is his best album, which didn't make it through. I don't think. No, nope, didn't the, get the through. First one. Um, Steve. Inner visions. Is that what it is? Inner inner missions. Inner vision. Inner visions. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I mean, Stevie writes almost all the songs. I think on this album, Aretha. No disrespect to her. Res- Bet, no pun intended. Um, the I've Never Loved a Man uh, song is pretty good. It didn't do great when it first came out, but now it's considered a quintessential album. Okay. Um, love Aretha Franklin, uh, but you got to go Stevie Wonder songs in the key of life. Okay. Excellent. Nikki, would you agree? Or Nikki's still fuming over there about Thriller? I'm still mad, but um, you know what? I put a question mark because mm-hmm. I like them both. Mm-hmm. I love his voice, 
but respect like yeah. i mean it's a that'll, it's that'll a woman's special yeah. you know like you can't go anywhere and it's still being played i liked a lot of songs on hers mm -hmm. i really love i wish from him um i was waiting to hear what you guys said okay. because honestly to be in so you're happy to be off the hook here yeah okay. i had no Fair choice enough. Yeah. All right, number six, Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run, against the Beatles, White Albums, I should say, right? Like, right. Another how many freaking songs are on this album? My God, um, I think I've come a long way, Mike, uh, since our Bruce Springsteen podcast. <laughs> I think I've grown. I think I've grown as so. a podcaster, <laughs> as a person, and as a Bruce Springsteen listener, appreciator, appreciator. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the album. I like that it's. Just an album, you know, what is it, seven, eight, nine songs? I don't know. It's not, yeah. it's just 45 minutes or so of good music. Uh, Thunder Row, 10th Avenue Freeze Out, amazing, probably the, my favorite song on the album. Yeah. Jungle Land's cool. Jungle Land's so um, cool. Not a big fan of Meeting Across the River. Oh, I love that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you love Bruce Springsteen, so. Sure. Um, but then you hit the Beatles, and it is, a, it is a double album. I mean, back in the USSR, Dear Prudence, love that song. Mm -hmm. Um, when my guitar gently weeps, Alter Skelter, Birthday, Blackbird Revolution, Ola Di, Ola Da, Bungalow Bill, which until today I thought was Buffalo Bill. Okay, you know, <laughs> okay. just gonna be yeah. honest We've here. We learned something today. Um, Rocky Raccoon. Yeah. It's a throwaway um, song to me. Uh, rock, pop, psychedelic, a little bit. It's diverse. I gotta go. Beatles White Album. This is going. This is going to go to the tiebreaker, obviously. Give me what do you got? Give me a minute. Here. Give me a minute. <laughs> if the Beatles, and you see, George George was writing songs at this point, so they've got to make room for you know all the Lennon McCartney stuff, and then they got to have George has got to get a few songs on there. If they took this bloated album, overrated album, and cut it in half and only took the half of the best songs and put mm -hmm. it on one album, good. it's still not as good as Born to Run. Okay. Still not as good, and I don't think it's close. Um, but uh, but again, I'm perhaps a little bit biased. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a throwaway song on Born to Run. I think I, it's one of those albums that I can listen to from start to finish. Have done so many times. Just you know how the how powerful Born to Run is, and then you get the more, you know, you know the quieter Thunder Road, and I think there's just just there's a lot going on. This, the storytelling is unbelievable. Jungle Land, Meeting Across the River, you mentioned. Um, even the you know the title track, which they spent a year writing, uh, yeah, I think it's just it's it's his masterpiece and definitely belongs in the Sweet Sixteen. Nikki, All right, Nikki, settle this. Yeah, uh -oh. but this was Nikki, closer. Think, think, think carefully. Here. I am. I am okay. thinking carefully. This is closer than I thought. Um, like this is hard because like, as I said, married to Mike, we heard a lot of Beatles. You know, their early Mike was a lot of Beatles, and later Mike is more Springsteen. I love Obola D. Uh, Blackbird, my good friend Holly Ackerman loves, no, oh my goodness, Amira. Who loves Blackbird? Amira. <laughs> yeah. play, play it, Mike. Play Blackbird, Mike. And, but Springsteen, Thunder Road. Woo! I don't think you can beat it. Born to Run, you can't beat. Jungle Land, you can't beat. It has to be Springsteen. Springsteen makes Woo! it. I'm, I'm secretly happy. I, I stuck to my guns, but I'm happy. To, I'd rather listen to Born to Run a couple more times than put on a freaking white album. Yeah, so thank you for doing that. All right. Cool. Uh, whoa, that was close. I was sweating there. Yeah. I Woo! was super nervous. Woo, okay. Uh, we've got uh, number 10, David Bowie's 1972 masterpiece, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and The Spiders from Mars against number 12, Bob Marley, which Legend, which is a compilation album. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Um, Ziggy Stars I like that's concept album it's a weird concept it's this you know this Bowie's alter ego Ziggy mm -hmm. Stardust this androgynous sort of uh, alien rock star mm -hmm. that comes down to sort of I don't know save earth but there's some kind of apocalypse apocalypse happens and not really sure what the hell's going on in that album, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's way above my pay grade. Way above. I don't understand it. But, but yeah, you cool. know, it, the last three songs on the album, Ziggy Stardust, which is my favorite boy song, Suffragette City, and Rock and Roll Suicide. You forget how good Rock and Roll Suicide is. That's a classic song. Starman's excellent. Um, uh, you can talk at length about Legend, because I'm, I'm sure you will. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm voting. Uh, I think this is Bowie's best album. I'm voting I'm voting uh, Ziggy Stardust. Yeah, man, it's uh, he's got a great voice, that high-pitched voice, uh, soul love, 
uh, Moonage Daydream I wrote down here. Yeah. Starman, yeah. of course, Ziggy Stardust. Uh, not a fan of the Suffragette City, and that was a big hit off that it was, album. Yeah. You didn't like I, that one. I, I maybe just heard it too much. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I wasn't, wasn't a big fan. Listen, man, I'm not a David Bowie fan, but I'm a... I'm a David Bowie fan in the sense that I love Lou Reed, I love Iggy Pop, I love the early punk rockers. Um, I love what he what he did with music. Um, Bob Marley, unfortunately, this is a greatest hits album. Uh, Legend, it is amazing. Uh, they probably should have just put. I think was Exodus on the first sixty four? No. No. They probably they should have put Exodus because that was that's really the album a lot of these songs come from. Okay. That's what he. I think he recorded that in in London. When he got out of uh, Jamaica and saw what The Clash was doing, they were big, big fans of The Clash. I think they recorded in the same studio, and he saw the like the song what The Clash were singing about against, uh, you know, I guess class, uh, class apartheid. I guess I don't know what, what you would call that against uh, the po poverty and stuff in the UK at the time, okay. um, and some of those issues. But I mean, No Woman No Cry, Three Little Birds, Buffalo Soldier, Get Up, Stand Up, Steer It Up, I Shot the Sheriff, Redemption Song, Exodus. Um, the, my favorite, song my like favorite Bob Marley song is War. It's not on the album, and I'm, I'm surprised. War is comes from a speech that Haile Selassie gave to the United Nations oh. in 1963. In a little um, history lesson. Haile Selassie, Ras Tafari, right? He is he is the the uh, prophet, I guess, in Rastafari religion, the emperor of Ethiopia, um, uh, and he took those words from the speech to come up with the. Song War, I'm talking about War, which isn't even on the uh, album. Either way, I'm going Bob Marley Legend. It's a greatest hits album, but my God, man. It, this, if, if there was one album on this entire list, that I can listen to that every day ten times and not get, not get bored. See? It's not the Mac and Mike <laughs> show without Luna. <laughs> we need a phone call back there. We need a few texts coming in. Yeah. But Luna either agrees or disagrees. Right. We'd have to take it to Nikki. She's fired up. Okay, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, um... David Bowie, like, there's some, like I was saying to Mike this week when I was listening, there's some music that brought me back to high school or as a kid, and and David Bowie definitely did not. I like Ziggy <laughs> Stardust, um, but Bob Marley brought me back to high school with Dickie Dodds, and just like, he loved Bob Marley. You like that name? For another podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, three little birds mm -hmm. and this love, no woman, no cry, mm -hmm. buffalo soldier, one love. Mm -hmm. Like it just keeps on coming. There wasn't one song that Not I just, just turned it like off. Like tantric sex keeps on coming. Yeah. So a hundred percent, not even questioned, didn't even stumble on this. Bob Marley's coming thank through. Thank God. Right. Oh, thank God. I don't have to listen to that Ziggy Stardust. No offense, David Bowie. Oh, I love that album. Good right. album. Put it back in I get, to put, on, I get to put on. I get to put on. Get to put on Legend a few more times. Oh, maybe. Uh, is this me again? Uh, no. No, it's me. Bob Dylan, Blood on the Tracks, Tangled Up in Blue, Simple Twist of Fate, Idiot Wind, uh, Shelter from the Storm. I'm not a huge Bob Dylan fan, but damn, I am a Blood on the Tracks fan. Van Morrison, uh, amazing voice, love it. Uh, Northern Irish guy. I, and I looked into the, the, the album a little bit, not very political from what I could tell, or, or am I, did I just miss something huge? No. You would think there would have been some political stuff in there. No. Um, a, eight songs. Every song is great to listen to. You can put on any song on that album, um, and, and it would be good. Um, Dylan-esque, which is funny that Van Morrison is going to the Bob Dylan. This was his, like... Uh, I don't know if this is his coming out album where he put himself on equal footing of, of well, this Bob was, Dylan or close to it. This was his first album after he left them, the band Them. Okay. And uh, yeah, this was, I don't know at the time if it, I don't mean to cut you off, I don't know no. at the time if it was, it's certainly, you know, it's at the time if it was a massive hit, I, I don't know, I would think probably not, but just over time it's just gathered a lot of yeah. steam. Yeah, go ahead. No, that, that I'm done there. I'm, I'm gonna go with Bob Dylan, just the Tangled Up in Blue. I just love that song. Okay, I love. I also love Tangled Up in Blue. Um, that, you know, that would be a top five Dylan song for me. I think this album, "The Blood on the Tracks," is great. It's got, uh, you know, I think the first, the first half of the album is fantastic. I think the second half, except for "Shelter from the Storm," that's Manning's favorite one. Mm -hmm. So. I'll, Shout out there. I think it loses steam uh, at the second half of the album. I think Astral Leaks is as perfect an album as you're ever going to find. 
the title track, Sweet Thing, mm-hmm. it's probably my favorite song ever, Cypress, Cypress Avenue, Avenue, Madame George is awesome, Ballerina. Um, this was, I didn't lose sleep over this one because to me it's Astral Weeks all the way, but these are two great albums. Mm-hmm. And uh, as for Blood on the Tracks, I'm kissing it goodbye, but we'll meet again someday on the avenue. Oh, oh God. Beautiful. Nikki? Okay, so it's no secret that I am not a Dylan fan. Mm-hmm. Um, his later stuff, I don't even understand what he's saying. It's and been... Manning was a massive Beatle fan, so a massive, sorry, yeah. Dylan fan, so this will really yeah, this see what's going on here. I mean, so I, I, I listened with an open heart. Yeah. Like, I, I listened to what Mike said and said, you got to listen to it. I like the storytelling of them, mm-hmm. and honestly, you know, mark my words, I liked it more than I thought. Mm-hmm. I liked Tangle Up in Blue and Shelter from the Storm. Mm-hmm. I like. I even listened to them twice this week, so I was like, okay, like I, I like that. But hands down, Van Morrison. Yeah, I can, I can listen to like I mean Astral Weeks. Mm-hmm. I love love yes. that song, yeah. Sweet Thing, the way young lovers do, Ballerina. Mm-hmm. I can listen to it over and over and over again. Well, we'll be listening to it's it again perfect. this week. And that was, uh, a, I don't think I mentioned it, but that was a three versus 15 seed. So that's a 15 yeah, seed 15 going through to the Sweet 16. So that's All a right. huge upset. All right. Okay, starting the third region, we got number one Beach Boys Pet Sounds with the worst album cover in the history of the world. <laughs> Agreed. Against uh, number four Public Enemy, it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Um, I've voiced my opinion on Pet Sounds already. Um, Wouldn't it be nice? Caroline, no. Um, uh, uh, Sloop John B. Sloop John B, yeah. Great song, but it's a cover from a Caribbean folk song. But awesome song, love it. Um, Don't Talk, Put Your Head on My Shoulders. Uh, I mean, I just, I just, I've listened to it a bunch of times. I mean, I know we're supposed to like it. It's top four, I guess. It, everyone says it's amazing. Yeah, it was number two overall. Um, I just don't like it. Sorry. Sorry, Beach Boys. Uh, Public Enemy, It Takes a Nation of Millions of Us Back. Not my favorite rap album. Uh, I like Public Enemy. Um, I love Flavor Flav. Uh, Chuck D, uh, Bring the Noise, Don't Believe the Hype. Um, I'm going to go Public Enemy, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back, just because I do not want to do another Pet Sounds deep dive. So. Okay. I figured you were going that way. Yeah. Uh, I feel like public enemy. It just seems it seems a little dated to me. Mm. Um, and I did I did say that Pet Sounds. I always felt it was a little bit overrated. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I didn't didn't buy Pet Sounds until I was about thirty years old. But uh, you know, towards twenty years of listening to it, and yeah, Sleep John B is great. All those ones you mentioned. God only knows. I don't know if you mentioned that one. I love that one. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be nice? Gosh, I mean, Caroline knows great. Um, kind of unenthusiastically, I'm going Pet Sounds. All right. <clears throat> Time ahead. break. Okay, and this was way closer than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Beach Boys brings me back to a time when my parents were together. Yeah. Um, my mom was a huge Beach Boys fan. She has great stories. She went to see them live. You're not going to tell that concert story, are you? No, but I'll okay. if, if they make it through, then maybe I will. But um, like, wouldn't it be nice? That's not me. Like I, I, it honestly, it warms my heart listening to the Beach Boys. So I thought it was gonna win automatically, and then mm-hmm. I put on Public Enemy, and I haven't listened to that album in a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And it also like it was close. Like there was it was like hit after hit for me. Like I was like, oh my goodness, I forgot I love that. I love that. I love that. But a time when my parents were still together. <laughs> Beach Boys, Pet Sounds. You don't even need a psychiatrist on the Mac and Mike no, show. I know, it's just man. all here. It's yeah. all yeah. rolled yeah. up into one. Wouldn't it be nice to listen to it again <laughs> yes, in the next round? Yes, it will uh, be. Well played, Mickey. Well all played. Right. All right. Okay, well, so that was a 1-4 one one matchup. Beach Boys going through yep. as a top seed. And I've got uh, now I've got number six, Velvet Underground and Nico from 1967. That's their debut album. Against number eight, Miles Davis, Kind of Blue. Um, bought Kind of Blue around kind of around the same time I bought Pet Sounds and uh, listened to it a lot. But I yeah I really got to be in the mood. It's great. But I really got to be in the mood for it. Um, I love Velvet Underground. 
Femme Fatale, All Tomorrow's Parties, and Sunday Morning. Those might be all three where Nico sings lead vocals, mm-hmm. are they? Is that, is that right? Love those songs. Um, I like Lou Reed a lot. And this was close. This was close for me. But uh, Velvet Underground. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm shocked. Okay. I love Lou Reed. Um, I've seen him live. Uh, it was obviously Walk on the Wild Side that turned me on to him. But the album New York uh, was really when I just got totally into him and then went back to the Velvet Underground days. And this he's got so much crazy... Crazy stuff. This one didn't do great when it first came out, Velvet Underground Nico, but now it's a quintessential pre-punk or punk rock album, whatever you want to say. Lou Reed, uh, he was a uh, he got a bachelor's in English. Um, he was a big William S. Burroughs, Allen Ginsberg fan. Um, he went he, to Syracuse University. He was at Syracuse. Yeah. Um, he combines like just the music is so gritty, and then the drug and sex um, uh, themes combined with the gritty music. Um, I'm waiting for a man. It's about heroin. Venus and Furs, BDSM. Heroin, obviously about heroin. Do you like heroin? Uh, the, the, <laughs> the song, song heroin. The song. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just so haunting, man. Yeah, it, it's it's cool. just I just love I just love that sound. Um, Miles Davis kind of blew five songs, uh, no rehearsal or very little rehearsal. Apparently, just got everyone together and just banged it out. This is all 1959. The, all the stars on yeah. that. And I mean, I, you put on Kind of Blue anytime. You put on Miles Davis, period. I mean, Alexa gets a lot of Miles Davis requests in my house. Okay. Uh, we, really? we, we, you know, after I listen to Slightly Stupid, you know, <laughs> a bunch of times. But um, no disrespect, Miles Davis, yeah. uh, but I'm going Velvet Underground, Lou Reed, all the way. Okay. Nick, uh, what what you think? Did you like either one? I didn't really like either one. I said, I wrote my note says, songs for Velvet Undergrounds. Did Miles Davis? It was just music, right? It was just like, oh, okay. like yeah. I was like, what? What am I Jazz. listening to? <clears throat> yeah. Um, not my thing. Yeah. I like a story. So yeah, I, I highlighted Velvet Underground, but I was just really waiting to hear what you guys had right, to say because cool. I had no opinion. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's, that, okay. I have no opinion. Go ahead. That takes us to number ten. Well, there's no shortage of opinions here, so yeah. if we don't have one. It's okay. Yeah. All right. This number is, ten. Yeah. Bob Dylan, Blonde on Blonde. Uh, with Rainy Day Woman, number... 12 and 30, 12 yeah. and 65. I, 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 12 and 35. I, I didn't write that the numbers down. I figured I'll remember it. I don't. <laughs> Visions of Joanna, Stuck Inside of Mobile with the Memphis Blues again. Great song. Great song. Um, the Dead, of course, cover all Dylan songs much better than Dylan. I think that's why I like Dylan is because the Dead cover so many other songs. Um... Paul Simon Graceland, a little controversial, went to South Africa during apartheid during the embargo. Yeah. Uh, did what we call now a little bit of cultural appropriation at the time. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. I mean, I guess it's who you talk to and what you think. Uh, some people were very happy with that. Some people were not. Some people uh, figured, oh, a, a white guy's got to come here and, and send our music to the world. You know, that type of that type of thing. Uh, I, I understand, or I don't understand, but I, I, I have read both sides of the coin on... Paul Simon and, and what he did there. Um, I listened to both albums. They're both great, but man, I, Paul Simon, that Graceland, I'm not a Paul Simon fan, but man, Graceland is so fun to listen to uh, with the South African artists, man. So I'm going Paul Simon, Graceland. Okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, I lost a little bit of sleep over this one, but yeah, the way you're talking, Stevie. I was just finished Stevie Van Zandt's autobiography, and he talks about he's no Paul Simon fan, and he did, Stevie did a lot of he did the Sun City stuff, and mm-hmm. and uh, with South Africa, and he was not a fan of yeah. of Paul Simon and a lot of that. But uh, um, came out in '86. I just started high school. I was in, my uncle Terry had that had that tape playing in his car. I guess we we're he was driving around somewhere with him, and that was my introduction to it. And I went out and bought it right away. So it's like. 35 or so years I've been listening to this album and and uh, so you know my my initial you know Grace of course I love the title track's great Boy in the Bubbles the opening track off that's awesome uh, Dimes on the Souls for Shoes I think it's probably the best song on that album uh, is that Call the one, Me Out is that, good is that Call Me Out yeah, yeah. That, that's the one Chevy Chase yeah, yeah that got a little bit hokey and pokey yeah. I didn't like that but right um, I love Chevy Chase yeah it's it's a great album and so and I put on Blonde on Blonde and gosh, I mean, yeah, Rainy Day Women you talked about, Visions of Joanna, Sad-Eyed Lady of the Lowlands, Just Like a Woman, 
everything. Pledging my time, most likely you go your way. Leopard skin pillbox hat, stuck inside a mobile with the Memphis Blues. Again, I mean, double album, so mm -hmm. if I'm going to slag double albums, I, but again, like the last half of Graceland, I think it drags a little bit, and, and uh, I kind of surprised myself, but I'm going blonde on blonde. All right. Nikki. Yeah, like, um, this was close, and I was shocked again, and I enjoyed this album of Dylan more than the last. Okay. And so I thought, oh my goodness, like I might turn into a Dylan fan here. <laughs> I liked Rainy for three Day. or four songs, yeah. and you're like, then like, you turn it off. Yeah, yeah. like I liked Rainy Day Woman, Visions of Joanna, Just Like a Woman. Like I was like, oh, mm -hmm. this this is good. But Paul Simon, Graceland, Graceland, I love. I love the beat. Mm -hmm. uh, Diamonds on the sole of her shoes. You can call me out. I I just like I love the beat. I love the storytelling. Mm -hmm. I to me. Paul Simon has it. All right. Well, I'm not, uh, you know, I can live with that. Yep. I can live with that. Yeah, you know, that's that was a tough, super tough one for me. Now, the only, is it my turn? Yep. The only tougher one than that was this one. Oh, this is a tough one. Number three seed, the Beatles' Revolver, against number 15 seed, Led Zeppelin, which Led Zeppelin for, but it actually had no title. I think I right. mentioned that last last episode. Um, I always thought, I always thought Revolver was probably the Beatles' best album. Um, well, like Abby wrote a lot. I don't know. Rubber Soul's good. She said, she said. I saw the Dead No Four, and uh, they covered that one. I thought mm. that's really good. For No One is one of my favorite Beatles songs. Got to get, got to get you into my life. You can go on and on. I mean, you can play that album from start to finish. It's really good. And and uh, I put a little check mark beside Revolver as soon as I printed off this list because I was pretty sure I was going that way. And I've listened to four a couple times this week going to California that was inspired by Joni Mitchell plant page we're big fans of hers mm -hmm. um, Misty Mountain Hop Black Dog yeah I, you know I'm going Zeppelin Zeppelin I'm going Zeppelin alright yeah I mean yeah I kind of surprised myself but I don't have much more to say about the Revolver I mean good great album obviously um, Yellow Submarine never really quite understood I guess it was a children's song Lennon McCartney wrote for, then, for Ringo to, they always wrote one for Ringo to sing and then Ringo sang it yeah um, Good Day Sunshine Gotta Get You Into My Life of course Eleanor Rigby Taxman great great album not a huge Beatles fan never have been but uh, obviously I mean just amazing um, but again Led Zeppelin not my favorite Zeppelin album but Black Dog Rock and Roll is that is there a better two song start to, to any album I think we talked about this yeah, in Zeppelin you, how, you did. how all their albums their first two songs are just rocking yeah. Stairway overplayed but of course don't don't let that get in the way so Misty great. Mountain Hop so going to California and Led Zeppelin's going to the next round man. wow upset that was a 315 215 seeds going through alright Nikki would you agree or uh, no, yeah I had the Beatles but I had a lot of hearts around Zeppelin so <laughs> a lot of hearts right. so yeah I, I thought the Beatles off to the final region of the night of the round of 32. The round of 32 is the most boring one. It doesn't have a catchy name like Sweet 16 or Elite 8. It's just, yeah, it's the round of 32. 32. All right, let's get All to right. it. All right. Um, final region of the night, we've got uh, the number one seed of the region, Joni Mitchell Blue, third overall seed, against uh, the Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street. I'm going to start with the Stones. Um, again, this is a 70s double album. Okay, and I talked about last time about just the story of this being made when they were they had to leave England because of tax reasons. They hold up in in Keith's estate in the south of France and just the shit they got into. Mm. It's great. I mean, those stories are unbelievable. Uh, Sweet Virginia is my favorite song off here. Uh, Tumbling Dice was the only only hit song at the time off here. Rocks off is good. Uh, lots of stuff on here. Turn on the Runs, Fun, Loving Cup, uh, Happy. Yeah, Keith always plays Happy at the live shows now, which is not great, I don't think. Joni Mitchell Blue, The Seagull from Saskatoon. Uh, yeah, I said, you know, when she said, last, you know, I said last week, last time, last round about her, when she's talking about it, saying, like, you know, I felt so vulnerable at that time in my life, like there's not a dishonest note, you know, in, in, the, in the lyrics, in, in, the whole, in the whole thing. Uh, she talks about how she was felt like a, that cellophane you put on a, on the cigarette wrappers. That everyone could see right through her, and she couldn't lie. And I think this is a fucking fantastic album. Uh, Little Green about giving her baby up for adoption, 
and then like the hits California, This Flight Tonight, Carrie, uh, my favorite one, A Case of You. I love, you know I love the Stones. Yeah. You know I love the Stones. I saw this matchup and was wondering I, I wish I do. probably wish I voted for Let Up Lead last week, but listen, Joni's going through and it's not close. Well, it depends what happens here. Well, yes, for me. For, for me, you for going me. through. Yes. Um, you bring up Joni Mitchell Blue. You brought, him, brought up this album several times over the past year and a half when we've been successfully producing the Mac and Mike show. Very uh, successful. You always bring it up and I, I've never, I never listened to it. Um, I just would shake my head like I do most of my time on the show and <laughs> act like I know what you're talking about. Um, Exile on Main Street, 18 songs, very bluesy, rocks off, shake your hips, tumbling dice, uh, Sweet Virginia, Loving Cup. Happy Shine of Light. Loving Cup is my favorite song on this album. Uh, I heard it first uh, at a Fish show. The Fish love to play this song. Loving oh, Cup. really? Oh, cool. Um, and it gets it gets covered quite a bit from other uh, other bands. I've heard friends play Loving Cup on acoustic, and it's just always just it's just a great song. Um, Joni Mitchell Blue. I've listened to it several times. I mean, come on, she's at the piano and great musician, great voice. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know much about her. Uh, the album's great. But to make it interesting, I'm going to stick with the Rolling Stones okay. and Loving Cup and Exile. What are we doing? Well, I'm a huge Stones fan. Huge. 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 Three. Three huge. 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 It's going to be great. I've seen them many, many times. Twice, Lo apparently. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. no sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. Stones, seven, I've six, seen. Six, seven times. I've seen him seven times. I've seen him maybe three times without Nick. He used to probably see him four or five. Yeah. Seen him once without me. I love them, but not this album. Oh, um, Joni Mitchell. Listen, all I want, my old man, Carrie, flight tonight, river. Like I know I say thriller for for Halloween, but the river for Christmas. <laughs> like you can't. Christmas song, really? Oh, it's coming on Christmas. And, okay. And honestly, when I first saw this, I thought I was going Rolling Stones until I listened to the album, and I was like, oh my God, there's nothing on there that I really love. Tumbling Dice, maybe Soul Survivor, mm -hmm. but that was it. And then with Joni, I was writing, writing, writing. All right. So without a doubt, Joni. Okay, I get another oh, shot at Joni Mitchell. Canada. Then I get another shot. Oh. Two Canadians going through the band and Joni. One and four-fifths going through. <laughs> well played. Well played. Thank you. All right, John. Over to that. So that was a one-four. Joni's going through. All right. The Beatles' Rubber Soul. Um, nice acoustic folksy album. Drive My Car, Norwegian Wood, Nowhere Man, Michelle, Run For Your Life. Um, versus number 11, A Tribe Called Quest with Q-Tip and Fife Dog. Uh, Busta Rhymes gets his career launched on this album, Low End Theory, off a of scenario. Bugging Out, Jazz. Uh, uh, alternative Hip Hop. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't think this is my favorite Tribe Called, Called Quest album. Uh, Beats, Rhymes, and Life, I think, is, is better. I think that was their other, one of their other, other was albums. This their, was this their debut? I don't think so. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, and it's certainly not my favorite early 90s hip-hop band. I've, I've talked about Diggable Planets, seen them live. I love Diggable Planets. Um, uh, but because it's the only early 90s hip-hop uh, out there right now, um, uh, and I do like Tribe Called Quest, uh, I'm definitely going Tribe Called Quest over the Beatles. Wow, okay. Uh, well, I've heard some shit in my life, but this is up there. Um, Michelle, I'm looking through you, I love. I'll get this right, Nikki. In My Life is our wedding song. It's on there. Run For Your Life is a funny song. Norwegian Wood, Think For Yourself. I've Just Seen a Face has been covered many times. Great song. Girl. Uh, yeah, I, I, like, I like the sound of A Tribe Called Quest. Uh, I, I don't think this is close. I mean, I'm going Rubber Soul. Nikki, break yeah, this time. Um... I never even heard of A Tribe Called Quest. <laughs> and, uh, when I listened to it, I quickly turned it off. What? I not even enjoyed I mean, I, to me it wasn't even fair, like our wedding songs in there, but like, you can drive my car. Throwing the hat down, throwing Mike's hat down. Norwegian Wood is, is a great song. In my life, 
uh, run for my life, like everything Mike mentioned, uh, it was not even, like I don't even know why Tribe Called Quest is on here. Um, I don't know what it beat, but... Uh, I uh, can tell you. It beat Notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die. Yeah, it was, you were going notorious. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was kind of close. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, the Beatles, hands down, Rubber Soul. This is the my probably favorite Beatles on this thirty-two list album. There's quite a oh, few. So. Uh, yeah, and it. Well, no wonder they are way better than that. Band, whatever. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that so, band you've never heard of. All right. <laughs> Okay, so sorry, Q-Tip and Fife Dog. Oh, Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. Jeez, I like him. Yeah. All right, he's out. Okay. See ya. Um, this is this is me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, that was a nine eleven Beatles at nine going through. Now we've got number five, Bob Dylan again, Highway sixty one revisited. Revisited. Uh, if Manning was here, God, he loves Dylan. This might have. Yeah. Who knows? Number seven, Patty Smith, Horses. Uh, I talked to. I feel like I talked a little bit about Patti Smith last time. Um, Gloria is the, the Van Morrison or his band Them cover. She does a good job with that. You know, this is definitely an album that you can listen to uh, start to finish, and it's decent. It's decent. I don't... Do I think it belonged in the top 32? No. No, I don't. Uh, Highway 61 Revisited, Like a Rolling Stone. That's the song that turned me on to Dylan, of course. Desolation Row, Queen, John, Queen Jane, excuse me, approximately. Um... This is a great album. Yeah, uh, I have Highway 61 revisited, John. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised, of course. <laughs> uh, Bob Dylan, 1965, nine songs like a Rolling Stone, Queen Jane. Uh, again, the Dead cover it much better than Dylan does. Uh, just like Tom Thumb Blues, just uh, the Dead cover it much better. Uh, Desolation Row, the Dead cover it much better. But all quality songs. Um, versus Patti Smith, our only female punk rocker. Uh, I mentioned this last time, I'm a big fan of the, the female singer. Um, Pat Benatar, Joan Jett. Um, Chrissy Hind, my favorite from Pretenders. Uh, 10,000 Maniacs, Natalie Merchant. Love her voice. So I wish anyone other than Patti Smith was on this list because I, I've listened to Horses. Uh, I like it. I uh, don't love it, but I want to love it. Uh, the first line, Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine. Mm. That, was a, that was a good way to start That's off a, a kind That's of a punk one. rock album. Uh, just to make it interesting, uh, not to just make it interesting, I did circle Patti Smith uh, horses. So go to the tie break. You did, okay. This is, isn't it influenced a lot of people that came after. Yeah, I, I think, think it's it was important she's, in she's that the, respect. She is the godmother of yeah. the woman yeah. punk rock, or just punk rock in general, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know much about her, don't listen to her, but I, that genre of music I, I really enjoy. Okay. Nick? Yeah, like I had a big question mark, and truth be told, I listened to the wrong Patti Smith album, because I, I, <laughs> then I said to Mike, like, so she, I didn't realize that she did Give Me Shelter. Covered the Stones Give Covered, Me Shelter. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I liked it, but mm -hmm. it wasn't on this album, and that was giving me a little star towards her, and now it's gone away. Okay. I did have a question mark and arrow towards Bob Dylan because I do love Like a Rolling Stone. Um, so, oh, I think it's uh, Bob Dylan. Dylan. Wow. All right. Is that, or, or how many Dylan albums? How many Dylan? This is a Dylan the Beatles freaking right? thing, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Daddy. Uh, I think you got the last one, John. Whoa, this is to end on a, on this a tougher decision night. here. Nirvana. Oh never mind, we've covered uh, Nirvana. We've talked a lot about Nirvana. Number two versus 14 Pink Floyd, The Dark Side of the Moon. I mean, like, just what a great matchup here. I mean, two super influential albums. This amazing could be the final four matchup. Amazing albums. Yeah, this these could they could this could be the final almost, you know? I mean, definitely final four. Um, and they meet here in the round of 32, so only one goes through. We've talked about Nevermind. Obviously, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Come As You Are. Uh, lithium, uh, Something in the Way. We've, we, I mean, what, can, what more can you say about oh, uh, Kurt Cobain and what this album did? We talked about this last time. It, it pretty much shut the door on glam rock, heavy metal, hair band stuff and launched um, grunge. So Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, oh my gosh. So this is the first album David Gilmour 
did with Pink Floyd because Sid Barrett had gone insane yeah. from too much uh, LSD, LSD or, yeah. or or induced insanity from LSD, whatever whatever it was. Um, they did. It was that kind of the first album with a, a synthesizer on there. They were sampling. They were putting in like weird uh, backtracks. Uh, you know, just really really experimenting with that stuff. Um, Home again. The, my favorite quote from Home Again, my favorite line, hanging in a quiet desperation is the English way, which uh, I guess kind of uh, epitomizes that, um, that kind of album for me, right? Like it's just, it's dark, it's depressing, but uplifting and, and eye-opening and mind-expanding. Wow. A lot going Pretty on impressive. there. I'm going nevermind. <laughs> <laughs> God, you pulled the rug out of front of us a few times. Oh I mean, come on, God. I mean, come on, man. What Nevermind did? I mean, oof. I mean, I, it, it's close, but I, I'm, it's it's Nevermind in my book. Okay, yeah, this one, this was the toughest for me. This was the toughest for me. Uh, I'm fine with either one going through. I told yeah, on the Nirvana podcast, which I'm sure the loyal listeners yep. have already listened to a couple of times. Um, I wasn't. I was indifferent about them at the time when they were the biggest band in the world for that those couple years there, and uh, really liked this album. Uh, Come as you are is my favorite, but Teen Spirit's good and Polly and you know lot, lots of stuff going on. And I was, you know, sort of all week I was leaning towards Nevermind, and I didn't I didn't buy Dark Side of the Moon until my mid twenties. Um, certainly, I certainly had heard it, you know, before that lots of times, but. Uh, you know, listen to it closely this week. You know more than I had, and more than I had in the you know the past decade. And I love breathe, love money. Mm-hmm. Time is great. The great great gig in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, this probably takes me takes me back to a time in my life, maybe maybe a little bit more than Nevermind does. Okay. I mean, Nevermind was university. Yeah, this Floyd's a little bit more high school and and beyond, and I. Yeah, I, I've seen Floyd. Seen Floyd live. Yeah, this is tough right up till the end, but I'm I'm gonna go Dark Side of the Moon. Okay, the last. Let's one send it to Nick to, to break the tie. <laughs> so, and I, I'm not gonna be well liked, but neither one is my sound. Neither mm. one I would ever put on. Neither one you're getting up on the on the table no. and, and lip syncing. No. Yeah. Um, like I do like money. I listened to them and I was like, okay, let me, let me, but Nirvana, like, like I, I was like, oh, oh yeah, I kind of remember this. My buddy Drew P. Taylor was a huge. Drew P. Taylor, Jesus, man, you have the best name yeah. friends in the Drew world. Drew P. Taylor. I thought you um, did, John. What was the other, no, what was the other guy? Dickie, Dickie Dawes. Dickie Dawes <laughs> Drew P. Taylor. Oh my uh, God. This, by the way, this, I didn't think much, this is a 214, Nirvana's 214. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drippy Taylor was a huge Nirvana fan, and and I think listening to it, I was like, oh my goodness, like, it's Drew, you know, like, reminisce, you know, smells like Teen Spirit and Bloom, come as you are, I was like, Nirvana. Yep, I just, I don't really care, but Nirvana. Nirvana, I don't really care, but Nirvana. Floyd is dead, barely knew you. Well, that concludes the round of 32. Nikki, the last time you were on the Mac and Mike show, mm-hmm. you sang some meatloaf for us. Do you have anything you want to sing tonight? Um, well, I think we should sing some Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, last. Or end it off with it because I'm so sad. You're so sad? Okay, so, so what's your, what do you got for us? Billie Jean or what? I want to be Thriller? starting something. Okay, oh yeah, like, you were dancing to that the other time. Yeah, Billie Jean. If you want to dance while you sing, then go ahead. I mean, we're I here. I need some lyrics, so I just think we should play it. But I um, I won't sing, but okay. uh, yeah. I'm so sad about Michael Jackson. Like, I, I think you guys have made a mistake. I think that's what you're going to be saying next week. Well, a Probably a few mistakes. We'll, you know, we'll have a week to think about it and have some regrets. I will not regret picking the band over Thriller. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I promise you that one. Um, John, you but, let me down. Uh, well, what can I do? I but mean, uh, you know, a this just, crippled creek. Yeah. It, this looks just from a quick glance. Our Sweet Sixteen matchups are going to be intense. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for next time. Get your sleep, ladies and gentlemen, because it's going to be tough. Thanks, Nikki, for coming in. Excellent job. Excellent job. Thanks for having me. All right. Cheers.